You're listening to your superpowered mind on the Superpower Up podcast, the show that investigates the innate power within your brain to create lasting change. Hello, everyone. Welcome to your superpowered mind. I'm your host, Kristen Maxwell, and in this show, we explore the process of transformation and give you tools and strategies that you can use to transform your own life. Today, I'm really excited to be talking to Brigitte Dove about the power of expressive meditation. Brigitte Dove is an internationally recognized author hypnotherapist, coach, and speaker with an authority in expressive meditation. She helps individuals to align their mindset to allow more peace, time, and financial freedom. Her most recent book, Lunchtime Enlightenment, Expressive Meditations for Manifesting Peace, Prosperity, and Passion, is a number one Amazon bestseller. And I have to say, everything that when I read these descriptions of what she's like, I could use a little bit more peace, time, and financial freedom. How fun is that? So, Pragita, welcome to your superpowered mind. Well, thank you, Kristen. I am I am thrilled and honored to be here with you. Thank you. It's been I have had a lot of fun learning about you and your work. So I'm excited to share. My first question is always: what superpower? did you uncover as the result of mastering your mind? Well, uh, I think that the most important thing I uncovered was connecting to my heart and the wisdom of the heart. Because I used to think I was my mind. (laughs) I had such such a busy mind. I was so full of stress and tension that I just thought that all that stuff in my head was was what my life was. And so it was a great relief after doing a lot of uh, expressive and all kinds of meditations to discover that actually I was a spirit in a body and... To, to find the power of my heart and the wisdom of my heart. Because what I discovered is that the heart is the master and the mind is the servant of the heart. That is the mind's rightful place as the servant of the heart. So we listen to the our inner wisdom and allow our inner wisdom to guide us on what to do, what to say, what not to do, what not to say, etc. And then the heart tells the mind how to help to implement whatever it's decided we're going to do. So, for example, if we've decided we're going to New York, and that's the heart's decided that, then ask the mind can go online and figure out the best the best way to get there or the best airline the best route so what i what i realized was that the mind has knowledge and the mind is very very good at accumulating knowledge but the the mind does not have wisdom the wisdom comes from the heart from our body, the body has its own wisdom, and from our soul. And so the mind is 
full of old conditionings, which is why it goes into fear whenever we try and do something we've never done before, because the mind doesn't know what that is. It's not in, pa- in its past experience. So it's trying to protect us and says things like, oh, well, you don't want to do that. And that might not work out and so on. Because fear, judgment, greed, and comparison live in the mind. And a very powerful technique I learned was to witness the mind, become a witness to the mind so that I did not get caught up in all the fear-based thoughts that the mind produces. Because the mind is tethered to the past. It's It is limited by the conditioning we have received. Yes. And I, there's so much I want to, to dig down into because there's something about in our society where we are definitely raised to focus on the mind. And then we even in a lot of personal development and, you know, even the kind of work I do and, you know, lots of, you know, coaches and healers, you're still often looking at the mind and quieting the mind. But what I hear you saying and what I've heard from, you know, start, I'm starting to get it is mm-hmm. that you have to calm the body first. Yes. Yes. Then the mind will calm down, but we try to do it the other way. (laughs) Yes. And the other way will never work and it will be very, very difficult. Yeah. Meditation is based on relaxation and with relaxation, always start with the body. Because the body is in the present moment. The body is in the here and now. Our breathing is in the present. So when you start there, This really helps the mind to calm down and helps the emotions to calm down as well. And, you know, for example, whenever there's been some traumatic accident or something like that and the paramedics come, the first thing they say to the person is breathe. Just stay with your breathing because they know they have to calm the person down who's gone into a complete state of fear. And By calming them down, they get them back into the body and then the person can, you know, be rational and have a rational conversation. And you're right about our society because this society places a too big, in my opinion, emphasis on the mind. And the mind, in fact, is only about 5% of us. It's just a mechanism in our head. Most of us is in the 95% of the subconscious. That's where the wisdom of the body is, the wisdom of the heart, and our connection to our spirit or our soul. And so we really have to be vigilant because we have been taught, most of us, and I was too, that you know the mind is everything, basically, because in our education system, the person with the smartest mind is usually top of the class. Um, But we have so many other aspects to us as well, our creativity and love, which is so important for relationships and having the awareness to 
to listen to our body so that we can keep ourselves in good health. Right. So, so you're absolutely right in what you say. Yes. You know, it, we already have to go to a ba- break. Um, <laughs> before we do, and before we go a little bit more into how do you calm the mind and the body using expressive meditation, where can people learn about you and your work? Well, my website, um, www.discovermeditation.com, excuse me, is the best place. Great. Thank you very much. Hang on, everyone. And rest assured, I'm going to uh, dig more into how do we find this calm with meditation. Hello, I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts and creator of the Superpower Network. Welcome and thank you for making us your go-to place for inspired content, training, and community. The network is so much more than a place for amazing content. It's step one on the path to unlock your superpowers. Listen to one episode daily on the Superpower Network and attune yourself to inspired conversations, higher vibrational living, and much, much more. In step two, you learn with us by watching one of our inspirational videos each week from the IM series. And when you're ready, come grow in community. Our superpower programs offer a unique experience for those ready to harness their superpowers to change themselves, their lives, and ultimately, the world. Go to superpowerexperts.com and take the next step on your path today. Welcome back, everyone. I'm talking to Pragito Dove about expressive (laughs) meditation. And so, Pragito... This is the thing. People start to meditate. They want to learn to meditate. They sit down. They try to quiet their mind. And then it's impossible, especially when you're somebody who's very, very much in your head and your head is busy and you're bright and you're thinking and you're worried and all of those things that a lot of people are. What do you say to that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have a lot of solutions to that. Um, And you can find them in my book, actually, that you mentioned, Lunchtime Enlightenment. I think the first thing is to understand what meditation is and what it is not. Meditation is not a technique. Meditation is a quality that we can bring to any activity a quality of presence, of presence in your current reality, in your present moment, which means that any activity can be a meditation. It could be taking out the trash or walking down the street or cooking your dinner because it's not the activity that matters but the quality of your presence with the activity. And that is a great place to start with that understanding because then I think most people will find that that they've often been fully present in certain things they were doing, maybe playing with your kids because kids are always in the present or with your dog or cat, because animals are always in the present, can help you with that. Or, you know, when you're when you're working and you're really present with what you're doing or talking to a client, those are all moments of meditation 
So I think this is helpful to know because you already actually have an experience of meditation. Yes. And can I also, the thing that's coming to my mind, mm-hmm. which, which I think I've, I mean, you might put it differently, but I think I've been fully present to my worrying (laughs) (laughs) where that's the only reality I've had for a while. I mean, I think that I did learn to do that when I was younger. So anyway, sorry, I cut you off. Yeah, that's okay. I can get back to the other in a minute, but let's just address this because this is important because a lot of people worry. Worry comes from the mind. And the thing to understand about the minded is mind is it is not reality the thoughts in the mind are shadows they are not real like for example if you're walking down a sunny street and you see your shadow you know that the shadow is not real you are real but not the shadow so it's the same with the thoughts in the mind they're not real and so what you learn over time as you practice becoming a witness to the mind is you understand to just let the thoughts pass by and don't get caught up in them. Don't believe them because your only reality is the present moment. So for you and I right now, Kristen, our only reality is this conversation we're having. Everything else is in the future or the past. The only reality is now here and now. And the the technique of witnessing the mind was actually created by the Buddha 25 centuries ago. So it's a testament to its effectiveness that it's still the best technique for the mind to this day. And you sit in silence with your eyes closed, with the body relaxed, and you simply witness the thoughts as they pass by. And you learn to disidentify from the thoughts, to disidentify from the mind and understand that the thoughts are just, they're just thoughts. They're made up by the mind. They're fabricated by the mind. They're shadows. They are not real. Now that sounds very easy. It is a very simple technique. But it's not always easy because you find you get caught up in the mind and thinking about the future or worrying about the future or dragging up some soap opera you've been in in from the past. But that's all okay. Patience is needed and great compassion for yourself is needed and non-judgment of yourself because it's a process learning to disidentify from the mind. But I can promise you and guarantee you that it works and it takes its own time. So I highly recommend it. Now, if we get back to the second part of the other question you asked about the expressive meditations, here is where the expressive meditations come in to help you speed that up. Yes, and I'll start with the laughter meditation because it's it's obviously the most fun and the most popular one. Mm-hmm. And so the laughter, see, when we laugh, you can't fit, you can't be worried and laughing at the same time. And the laughter is such a powerful energy that for those 
split seconds when you're totally in the laughter, the mind is not. The mind is not there. The worry is not there. And you experience pure bliss and joy, which actually is your natural state. And the more you laugh, the more you experience that. And so I recommend laughter every day for everybody listening. I do it myself. It's my favorite technique. And the actual laughter meditation, what we do is we laugh with nobody's a stand-up comedian or telling jokes. We just start laughing, which is very doable, even though it might sound not doable, but it certainly is because we're all born full of laughter. And all we need to do is start opening that up, unleashing that laughter that's already within us. And then the second stage, you sit in silence. And you will notice very, very quickly, even if you only do a minute of laughter and a minute of silence or two minutes of each, you will notice how much easier it is to drop down into your inner peace and calm down to your center, two inches below the navel, which is our pe- where our peace and calm reside, it's just much quicker and easier after you've done some laughter. And there's a host of other te- of expressive techniques too that I can mention if we yes. have time. Yes, I would like to. So, so the laughter though. So I am, are you saying like if you're by yourself, do you... Just start saying ha 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 ha. Yeah, ha. yeah. <laughs> you can actually, you can absolutely do that. Now, if you want to find some funny videos on YouTube to get you started, uh, I particularly like the baby laughter ones because babies laugh for no reason at all, mm-hmm. and their laughter is so pure. It's, it's incredible. Yes, it is. Yes, really and we were all babies once. And we all have that capacity. It's still there. It's just got buried underneath all this stress. Yeah? Yeah. So see if you can find yourself some baby laughter or something like that to get you started. And then, yes, you just laugh. Just laugh. And seek laughter every day in that way or comedies, comedy movies, whatever appeals to you. So, you know, this is so funny. I'm always totally honest in these shows. I've heard of the power of laughter and I love to laugh. I love funny things. But when people say, well, you find something funny every day, I go, oh my God, it's another thing to do, you know, or another way I'm going to get sucked in. It's just very funny how that's what comes up for me. Yeah, that's the mind. That's the mind, right? Oh, yes. Uh, Oh, yes. That's the the mind mind saying that. So the mind does not like meditation. No. Because it's going to lose control of you. It's going to lose its grip on you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But what I have found from experience and all my students and clients have told me is that when the assignment is laughter, there's something different about that. You'll have to try it for yourself and see. I most certainly will. And, you know, one of the things I liked is you had um, through one of the giveaways on your, from your website was, you know, meditation activities. And one of them was saying yes. 
Oh, yeah, that's and I that one, even just that right there, I could see how that would bring some calm. It's a very powerful technique. You just say, yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And it brings you to the present moment. It brings you into a state of positivity and optimism and joy. It's a very powerful little word, that word, yes. And what you're actually saying yes to is life itself, to existence, to yourself. Yes. And and I have to say, because I'm just to listeners out there who are listening going, yeah, I know I should meditate. And I just don't. And I don't make time. I resisted meditation for so many years. And it is through things like this where I finally, if you can calm your body down, your mind will then eventually follow. I literally, I had to do what you were talking about, Pragito. I had to find ways into my body. And then I finally, my system calmed down enough that my mind could too, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And, and, you know, you can do act, you can do bodily activities like going for walks or jogging or sitting in a hot tub or a hot bath or, or a hot shower. All those things help the body to relax and like massage or nature. I mean, nature is amazing because it's so grounding. Going for walks in nature where there is silence and stillness or near a lake or near the ocean, the, the nature has a, is a very powerful help to us to help us relax the body. And then, of course, is, you know, the mind because it helps remind us of the truth of who we are. Yeah, a spiritual being in a body and that our natural state is love and peace and joy and happiness and abundance. All those things are our natural state. Just look at a baby. The baby knows that. Mm -hmm. It's just that we've forgotten. That's all. So with you, with your own personal journey, like you said that that you were, um, you used to be in your mind. This is, I don't know if you can even answer this question. Like, how long does it take? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a question from the mind, of course. It is totally a question from the yeah. mind. But is it, because I will say that there's a little bit of an impression sometimes that, well, th- those people who are really good at meditating, they were always like that. You know, they were more calm and peaceful to begin with. And so I find it interesting to say that you were not. I was not. No. <laughs> I had a recurring back pain because I was I was so stressed out all the time. I was always worrying and I just was full of stress. I used to smoke about 30 cigarettes a day. Um, and I really I was very shut down because I had a difficult childhood. So my heart was shut down, everything. And so, I mean, if I could do it, anybody can do it, frankly. But it's just to make a start. And I have so many different techniques in my book, Lunchtime Enlightenment, that there's something for everybody in there. Um, 
you can start with also looking at what things do you do to enjoy yourself. This is a dimension of the laughter meditation because when we're enjoying ourselves, we're in the present moment and we're relaxed. Why wouldn't we be? We're enjoying ourselves, yes? Yes. Now, now what is enjoyment for you? It's different for everybody. It doesn't matter what it is. It's just that you're enjoying yourself. So that's another tip. And I think that when you get started on all of this from the perspective I teach it from, um, you're going to start getting results very quickly. Certainly the laughter meditation brings results very quickly. For moments, you'll start to experience moments of joy, moments of happiness, moments of presence, and be aware of them because they will increase. Yes. That's, that's how it goes. It just starts increasing and increasing until there's more peace and calm and there's less worry. And until one day um, the worries really starts to diminish and recede and the voice of the mind becomes much more faint. Yes. And, and that doesn't disturb you anymore. Yes. And that's been my experience too was um, part of it is for me, was for me feeling going through the brain part of it and under the underlying beliefs and all of that. But it was also then learning to find the and clue in on what a feeling of peace felt like in my body. Yes. Even if I could only hold on to it for 25 seconds, I yes. then I made it a practice to actively look for that feeling. Good. Good. Yeah. And yeah. that's where it started actually finally to really make a difference is was yes, getting out of the head and going into that body and like, oh, this is what peace is like. Yes. Yes. Um, that's how you do it. That's exactly how you do it. And then the more you focus on that, what you focus on expands, right? The more you focus on it each day, it will expand. And this is totally how I did it. It's my experience. Yes. And so one of the things I noticed is there's laughter. And then you also talk about the power of tears. Yes. So what, 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 that, that doesn't sound as much fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it's the opposite energy to the laughter and the tears meditation um, helps us face the sadness and the grief that that most people have inside of them. Because what I have found is that most people don't know how to deal with sadness and grief, and so they don't deal with it. They just stuff it down or have a few drinks or take some pain meds or get busy, whatever it is, to not feel it. And... In the tears meditation, what you do is you allow yourself to feel. And this is easier in a group than on your own, but you can always play some music that music can take us very deep. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll just give you one example is Mozart's Requiem, 
which is a beautiful piece of music. It's often played at funerals, but it also has this incredible beauty to it. And when you start to face your sadness, what you find is at the very bottom is inner peace. It's a journey. But if you're willing to do the journey, you will find inner peace. And the other thing that you will find at the root of sadness is love. Because the reason Mm. you have so much sadness, maybe somebody died or you broke up with somebody, is because you loved them so much. The more you love someone and they die, the more grief you will have. If you didn't really care that much about them, then you won't have much grief. And so what you find is something of great beauty at the root of it. And this is how we mature. And this is how we find compassion for others. This is how I have found compassion for myself and for others, for all my students and clients, because tell me about it. I have been there. I've healed a tremendous amount of pain in myself by by being with it by facing it and allowing it, and it will heal. Feeling is healing. Yes. And sort of what, you know, getting is, is feeling it and then not going back into your brain to, to add to it, right? <laughs> right. Yes. 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 So the brain, you know, if it does that, which it might you again, you have to have compassion for yourself and just relax and know that's what the mind does. It's not reality what the mind says. That's just what the mind does. The mind thinks it knows everything and it doesn't. It knows some things, you know, it has a lot of knowledge and it can accumulate knowledge, but the mind knows nothing about our feeling state, about meditation about intuition intuition and inner wisdom and the deeper parts of us. The mind knows nothing at all. But as I say, it thinks it does, and then it starts making comments. And so our job is just to notice that. Okay, thank you, mind. Uh, Okay, you can just pass along now, you know? Yes. And for me, part of it was actually, and I find with a number of my clients, is there at some level we have this belief that if we are alert and keep thinking and figuring things out, we can stop bad things from happening. Like it's a way to keep us safe. And yes, so- because that's what the mind's trying to do. It is trying to keep you safe. Yes. But the problem is the mind doesn't really know how to do that. It thinks it does, but it doesn't. Right. Now, who knows how to keep you safe when you drop down to your inner wisdom? and to your soul and your spirit and connect with the divine. Then you get your divine support from your angels, from God, whoever it is you pray to. There's where your true support comes from. And so when you learn to drop down out of the head to the heart and then down to your center two inches below the navel, what you find is this incredible support system we all have from the universe to help us with our lives. Your angels will come. All you have to do is ask. Mm. You, everybody has a guardian angel. 
and you can call in plenty more angels. And I do it all the time. I ask them to help me with things, and they do. They do. Yeah. So your book, we have to wrap up in just a, a few minutes or a minute, probably. But <laughs> your book, Lunchtime Enlightenment, does that, um, it, does it walk through different types of um, meditation practices or, or what, what is it? Yes. So there's over about 150 different techniques in the book. A lot of all the expressive meditation techniques. Also, I've got one minute, four minute, 10 minute, one hour techniques. And there's eight main chapters in the book. The first one is on relaxation because that's where you start. The second chapter is about laughter and all the benefits of laughter so that we can have fun on this journey and not think it's, you know, that difficult and hard. There's a chapter on witnessing the mind on non-judgment, on discovering trust, on compassion, and on love. And these are the enlightened principles of meditation, the most essential ones that I've put in this book. And then each chapter has techniques. That's great. Well, thank you. It has been a Um, A delight to talk to you. And it's just such a good reminder that the way to peace is not through our mind. (laughs) Yes, it is. That's the hard way. (laughs) Yeah. And it just keeps you, the mind just adds to the fire of the anxiety. Exactly. So, 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 Pragito, please remind everybody again of your website and the name of your book. Uh, my website, www.discovermeditation.com. And my book is Lunchtime Enlightenment Expressive Meditations for Manifesting Peace, Prosperity, and Passion. Great. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your wisdom with all of us. And listeners, thank you for showing up for yourself. And remember that until next time, you do hold the power to change and transform your world. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today. 